All right. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, so we're uh, bringing uh, Muawiyah Tucker back on the show. And uh, Muawiyah Tucker right now, just to give some background, uh, is over in Dubai at the Satoshi Roundtable. And he's uh, he's had quite an eventful last few days where he's got to talk to uh, a lot of uh, famous people that are in Bitcoin. And uh, he has he has quite a bit he wants to share with us. So uh, Muawiyah Tucker, uh, thanks thanks for joining me and coming on here. Thank you very much for allowing me to, to share my experiences. Alhamdulillah, it was definitely, definitely something that I have benefited from greatly from the engagement and conversation. But I guess before that, the question would be, what exactly is a round table? Because I had no idea what it was until... <laughs> Yes, it was meant in the first place. So, <laughs> yes, please, no, please give give us the context of what the Satoshi Roundtable is. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a that's a funny one. So, first and foremost, it's not it's not a conference uh, in a typical sense, and it's not as I saw someone on Twitter describing it private meetings. It's not like that either. I mean, yes, but it's not. So essentially, it's like um industry individuals and also industry computers and people who are I guess active in some capacity or in some capacity with the Bitcoin space either in developing applications developing on the Bitcoin itself uh, educators like myself who try to teach people teach people people about Bitcoin or even people who just like who who are venture capitals or you know people who have capital money invest People who work for lawyers, lobbyists, there, there was, there's, there's lots of people here, man. People oh, who are wow. even new to Bitcoin, new to Bitcoin, who, who want to learn more about Bitcoin for whatever the reasons. I've, I've met people, people who are from Pakistan, who lobby governments to pass laws. Oh wow! Bitcoin. There was, there was someone here from an exchange who actually works for an exchange. There's someone here from chain analysis. Like everyone's here from in from the industry, but from different aspects and that's that's the whole point so everyone gets together and they there are like a board or like a list of topics so if and anyone anyone is free to discuss whatever they want to discuss and what they want to share with people you can just you can just discuss and learn and talk um, and share your input and then get input get share your your pure knowledge and get input back I get, but there's only one condition, I guess, is that not, is there's no shilling involved. So you know, no one's allowed to come here and shill their shitcoin <laughs> and their projects. Not serious. So uh, okay. that's one of the things. It's so you know, or or not even not even shitcoins. There could be any kind of sales pitch. You're not supposed to do sales pitch. And and in and in practice, most 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 people abide by the rules, and some kind of skirted along the borders. Mm. himma. As I say, uh, by by essentially discussing the topic, so um, yeah, so that's essentially it's it's uh, and that's why it's called the round table because literally, you choose the topic you find interesting, like between half nine and half ten, or half ten and half eleven, or half eleven and half. You choose whatever topic you want to talk to talk about, and we will just I'll go for something now. Whatever so, topic, topic you want to talk about. So were you and, were, um, were you able to like propose a topic, or did they like give you a topic to talk about? Yeah, yeah, so I proposed two topics, and um, but I'll get to that in a minute. So you propose a topic, and you and once you find the time, you find the location. People get round together, 
Um, whoever proposes a topic proposes a topic. They primarily have to lead the topic, at least I'll lead, lead the discussion. But it is a discussion. Hmm. It's a round table where the knights at the round table discuss <laughs> what they discuss around the night table. Uh, and literally people sit in, sit in, sit in circles and, and they discuss things. Um, yes, yeah, so that's that's essentially how how or what, what the the setup was. Um, so this year, the the team who organized the event, um, they hired out a hotel. Uh, when I say the hotel, I mean the whole thing. Right. So the whole hotel was just theirs. There was no other person. And I guess obviously for security reasons, and so no one was allowed on site other than participants. So those only people there were. Bitcoiners or shitcoiners, I mean, all of it. Yeah. I saw some tweets today, people saying, Oh, the shitcoiners are, are getting together to have their secret meetings. And uh, I laughed because this kind of shows them, um, I guess, the realities of social media or, or independent news, you could say, is that when you only see a snippet, you try and fill the rest of the picture in. Right. And it's often, often incorrect. So, yeah, were the shitcoiners here? Of course. How how many people uh, how many how many people would you say were at the round table? Like how big was it? So there's a telegram group of all the, the participants who joined the telegram group, and there was about sure, I'll have a look. Who are those who are actually in the group? There's about well, I was oh, yeah, here we go. Three hundred and eighty-nine members. Oh wow. Okay, that's that's huge. <laughs> And, wow. and there are actually there are actually people who are here who are not on the group. Wow. Um, there were some government officials from UAE who came by, some independent private investors, yeah, foreign offices. I mean, they, I mean, to be honest, those there were even miners here, people who are miners who have mining farms. I mean, there's everyone here. There's everyone, right? Like, like I said, in the industry who are here, and they're basically here to learn from each other and 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 bounce off ideas and whatnot and and discuss things. And uh, that was the beauty of, of it, all of it, because even if you had a topic to discuss and you shared your ideas, it's a discussion. So others share their ideas and you bounce ideas off each other. And, and then hopefully everyone comes out, minus the, minus the, the networking, because that's obviously a big thing as well. But you come out uh, with more than you, than, than you went in. Right. Everyone. And that's, and that's what makes it uh, such a great event. And I know people say, yo, so while the shitcoin is there doing the shitcoinery, now, mm-hmm. for a Bitcoiner, that's not really fun, fair thing to say because Bitcoin is about freedom of choice. And if there's a price tag and people are willing to pay to enter, then who are we to say you can't come? And the rules were very clear. You can't shill your, your, your projects, even if it's a Bitcoin project. Even if it's a Bitcoin project, you can't come and share, shill your project. You're just discussing right. the ideas. It, it applies to everyone. Yeah. It applies to everyone. So, and, and, and I do feel there is virtue there is virtue in in even a bitcoiner discussing uh you having having a meaningful discussion with a shitcoiner i mean that's a shitcoiner i don't mean i don't mean a hype hype person who bought doge and is hoping to move we're not talking about people we're talking about <laughs> designers people are producing products people are doing things and one thing i would say though that on there were no scammers here there's no people who there's no um what's it called what's that, what's that? there's no um what's that that show that had that that rug pull what was it you know uh, talking about, squid, uh, squid Game. Squid Game. There's no yeah. Squid Game developers here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I mean, I mean, even even with the altcoins, 
I would say altcoins, I would say almost two types in, in you could say in a way. Those were pure scams. So that that wasn't here. I mean, maybe shillers of scams. They may, may, may be here, obviously, because they paid and they come and then they make their 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 social media. Yeah, I was here and I met C Z and they were kind of, yeah, they were yeah. Right. But um but as for people who are literally making things to 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 steal, steal people's money, there were definitely there were definitely people here who knew people like that. But there weren't people here like that. Well, as far as I'm aware, anyway, nor were they. But anyway, the point is they're, they're all here, here, all here to learn. But anyway, I want yeah. to watch this is the first part. So let's let's get let's get let's get stuck in. So uh, Friday registration. Uh, sorry, Thursday registration. Just come meet people, shake hands. Hello, I am I am blah blah blah. Get your hotel room. Get your your card. Oh, you know, not, not your camera. So yeah, get your your card thing mm-hmm. to show that you're here and your and your wristband and whatnot. And because obviously you have to prove that you can get on site because if you don't have it, you can't come on site. Right. And the next day, Friday, we had the opening ceremony, you could say, or the opening session where uh, Mr. Fenton, the organizer of the event, sp- spoke and opened up the session. You know, what explained they've been doing for many years. I think this is number nine. This is the oh. last one. There's nine wow. years it's been running. Wow. And um, as Mr. Fenton, Bruce Fenton, the organizer, had accepted Islam a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Or was it four or three months ago? Or something like that was it? I think it was a few years ago. Um, he actually opened up the ceremony with da'wah. Mentioned that he, in the tradition of Islam, wanted to open up the ceremony with the recitation of the Quran. And um, he began by talking about Surah Fatiha and talking about the second ayah, or the second, the second part of the Quran was the ayah of Arriba. Oh. Talking about um, okay. the evils the evils of riba and money creation and how Islam is against it and how we need to be against it. And I want to share with you, brother, a piece of the experience. Okay. Uh, because um, I asked permission, alhamdulillah. So okay. let me, without delay, let me, let me play it. Okay. the first part 
Wow. When you said he gave Dawa, he, <laughs> he, he, he really went all the way. Subhanallah. That, that's, that was amazing. Oh my God. Well, that, that was just a fact. There's not even a second part. I'll play the second part in a minute. But okay, that okay. was, um, that was the, the first part. So, so, so Bruce himself, he did an explanation himself, but he didn't do, I mean, he, the second guy, his friend, he did, uh, did uh -huh. he did what he just heard. Right. Um, and then, um, so that was, by the way, just to give context here, yeah, we're looking at about 300 people here. Wow. 95 plus percent of them are not Muslim. Yeah. So there, there was um, big individuals. And obviously part of the whole event is that we shouldn't really mention who was there. And I, and, and I need to obviously respect that um, without asking permission. So other than the organizer, I'll allow it, let it go. But like I said, just, just as a hint, we have leaders of exchanges who are there. We have miners. We have developers. We have people who have been in this industry from the beginning, mining Bitcoin in 2009 and 2010 wow. and 2011. All these people, I'm sure there are many whales as well. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing people dropping numbers, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what, my man? Look, right, wow. just give me like 0.1% of what you got here. <laughs> just settle for you. And this is, this is, this is how he's opening his, his, his ceremony. But anyway, let's continue. Okay. Brought up a second verse, which is 275 of Surah Al-Qaqah. It's the largest section in the Quran. But you might ask yourself, what does God have to do with interest? And, and that's in the middle of the desert 1,400 years ago. But God says, <laughs> Speaking of those who consume interest, they consume and stand upon nothing, Except they have been touched by Satan. Yet the hubbub of Shaytan even must. Could you pause? Pull up on Wolf of Wall Street. Remember when they were throwing the digits? Basically, that's what money can do to you. Crack cocaine and how hard can you throw it at amazing subhanallah subhanallah that is that is really really i was not expecting that like i thought when you said like he was just giving dawah you just kind of like sort of just like mentioned it on the sly or something but no like he really went in and was like 
you know, had the Quran recited and uh, like even gave like a little lesson about about riba. And that's that's amazing that, like you said, there was like over 95 percent of the audience aren't even Muslim. And they're probably I mean, maybe some of these have never even heard the Quran being recited like that, like that. that That's wild. That's wow. I yeah. got uh, yeah. I got I to talk to Bruce about that. That's I, I got to <laughs> congratulate him for for doing that. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And, and like I said, what was. I mean, even himself, when he first began, the first thing he said, he took the mic and he said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, and then he began to talk. So, mashallah, I mean, the, the, his Islam, I mean, the fact he's, he's been in this industry for since they, from, from the early days, yeah? Right, right. And he's known by the industry. And the fact he's become Muslim, and the fact he's now actively calling to Islam, and integrating and teaching what Islam has to offer, so the Bitcoin this is deep, man. And um, just as uh, you can say, I'll intro introduction, we could talk about it in the future of episode because I think we'll just talk, let's talk it, let's try and keep it in chronological order so we don't spoil it. Oh, okay. I offered, I offered in um in, in the group, if anyone wants to visit a local mas masjid, let me know and we can take you there. So today, that's what we did. I took um, eight people from the group <clears throat> to come visit the masjid and we spent like a, over an hour talking about Islam and one of them said, I want to become Muslim. Wow, subhanAllah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm... so, I mean, to be fair, wow. it wasn't, it didn't say he want to become Muslim because of us or what we did. It was yeah. something he's been thinking for a while. Um, but the point was, it's happening, man. This this, this is this is stuff there. And and I don't know you want to, I don't, again, I'm not going to mention any names because uh, right. of privacy issues. But one of the, the, well, two of the individuals who came along are well known in the industry. As in, not everyone everyone knows them in the industry. Like wow. they have YouTube, and they and they do podcasts, and they have they're well, 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 well known. But anyway, may Allah guide them all. To I mean, I mean, man. Um. So yeah. So I'm, I see a smile on your face, bro. It's, it's out of broke. <laughs> I don't know. I'm push your mouth further, further back, man. You're gonna, you're gonna tear your skin. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so, um, yeah. Like I, like, like, like you said that that news was pretty big, and I'm just so happy to hear that. And uh, you know, you know, I, I enjoy talking about Bitcoin, especially like on Twitter and like meeting other plebs and stuff that I've like met on different calls. But you know, the thing that I even enjoy more than talking about Bitcoin is talking about Islam to folks that are already orange pilled. Because it's like yeah. there's certain concepts you could talk to them about and they can kind of like sort of get it because like, uh, you know, talked about on Twitter about like the preservation of the Bitcoin blockchain and comparing that to like how the Quran was preserved. It's like, you know, you can kind of give these analogies to uh, to Bitcoiners where they can kind of like sort of digest like, oh, OK, now I see like why a Muslim is like, you know, crazy about Islam or why they might like, okay, this, this book of the Quran is actually very special. It's not, it's not like, it's not like the other books. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just so fascinating that like, you know, Bruce Fenton did his, did his thing where, you know, he was like reciting Quran and then you have people that are like actually want to go to a masjid and want to learn about Islam. And I think this is, this, this is amazing. And this is a responsibility. I think as Muslims that for us that are like in Bitcoin, I, I think there's a responsibility for us, not just to talk about Bitcoin and give that, you know, Satoshi Dawa, but we should also give real Dawa as well. And this, this, that's yeah. an amazing opportunity where you have, like you said, people that are well known and famous that are wanting that are that are that are uh, thirsty and they're hungry for for Islam. Yeah, and and what's unique as well is that UAE, because UAE is trying to position itself as being the hub of of crypto and crypto investment, 
And because Bitcoiners across the globe are essentially essentially being pressured by their governments uh, in their use of Bitcoin or the storage of Bitcoin, uh, give, uh, uh, you know, uh, applying to them capital gains tax for using it, applying to them these kind of oppressive laws that makes it difficult for them to to live according to the Bitcoin standard. And then you have UAE. A lot of Bitcoiners are coming here. Mm. Again, I don't want to mention names, but a lot of the people who who we see all the time on on Twitter on 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 the, on the in the Twitter space, big names. <laughs> they all live here, man. I'm not even joking. Wow. I'm like, bro, I thought you lived in that country. No, I live here. I came here two months ago. You was what? Yeah, I came here like six months ago. <laughs> bro, they all, all moving to UAE. And wow. like, what do you do here? I'm, I'm just here. I'm just chilling for a bit. I'm you know, looking into this and looking into that. I mean, it's it just coming here, man. Some are building stuff. Some are chilling. Some are, you know, spending their time to, to learn, educate. Some are doing investment. But everyone, hey, bro, I'm telling you this. Or, or at the point of because sometimes they haven't, sometimes even, even if they're not here now, a lot of them are planning to come here, especially mm-hmm. after the event. They said, this place is amazing. I mean, look at the, the weather's great. The people's nice. Everything is, the quality of the streets is good. Right. Uh, and and one of them actually one one big um, Bitcoiner who's wrote some books actually one of some, one of the one of the books that we Bitcoiners often recommend to others. He mentioned um, him and his wife came here I think a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and his wife absolutely loves it here. I mean it's it's, it's just it's just so safe that that this is the thing the safety is what sold it for them. Right. It's not even an issue that tax. It's an issue that it's they themselves, non-Muslims, saying, "Look, my wife can walk out the street to o'clock in the morning and nothing's happening." Wow. Whereas in them, non-Muslim, where in them, non-Muslim country, the, the developed country, that's not happening. Yeah. It was actually said that because the Bitcoin, this Bitcoin roundtable is traditionally happened in Mexico, they actually said that it's getting to be hot because Mexico, they're all scared of the <laughs> of the, the the cartels. Right. And they're coming here because of the safety. So. Then at some level, whether it's conscious or unconscious, they have to ask themselves, why is the Muslim country safe? And why are the non-Muslim <laughs> countries not safe? Yeah. And you especially see that like with the you know recent World Cup that happened in Qatar, you kind of also see that yeah. same phenomenon where people are like, Oh, this this Muslim country is actually kind of nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, and, and yeah. people are yeah. kind of discovering that and now they're asking the question, okay, why? <laughs> yeah. And and in my engagement of all these people. One thing that's almost been consistent, I mean, truth be told, to be true, to be fair, maybe what I'm reading is wrong. Maybe they're good at acting, but every single one of them I've come across, when we have the discussion discussion of interest and the riba and the evils of it and whatnot, they're all literally like, raising eyes to the sky and said, this is, this is absolutely amazing. This is, this is so true. 100% I accept this and this wow. is how it should be. Oh, I didn't meet a, meet a single person who ended up defending Riba. I mean, some there were one or two who said try to justify the use case and the reason for interest and whatnot. But once you explain to them, they're like, "Yeah, actually, no, you're right." All yeah. of them, all of them. And that, I I, I love you, that I mean, because you, like I I, I kind of love that approach because I we we Muslims are very like anti-usury and anti-interest, but like I think it's great that like people that are coming into Bitcoin that are also kind of taking that stance as well. And like I would love to see like especially people of other faiths, like like in Christianity, like like interest is also was prohibited at one point. Like uh, I love mm-hmm. seeing especially people of other faiths going back to their roots and like you know having that as like a you know it's 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 not it's not inshallah it'll like end up not becoming a weird viewpoint to be like 
yeah, you know, like this this interest thing is immoral and, uh, you know, it, Riva is completely deplorable because right now, like at least, you know, if, if you have a discussion with that with somebody like random on the street, especially, you know, in, uh, in the West, it's just such a weird viewpoint. But like if you talk about it with someone that's in Bitcoin, they can like, oh, I've seen this discussion before. I've seen like uh, people talk about like the evils of usury and interest. And uh, I think that's a very unique approach to kind of approach um uh, people that are people that are already into Bitcoin, introducing them to Islam, but also people that are uh, that 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 want to learn about Bitcoin, even if they're not Muslim. I think that's an interesting approach. And the in what's interesting is is um, how the Bitcoinery actually makes understanding concepts in Islam actually easier. They they find it easier because the concepts are the same. Right. Like even today when we visited the masjid. I mentioned that the, I actually explained a concept of privacy in Islam and they got it because they're into privacy in their lives, right. privacy in, in Bitcoin. When I mentioned the issue of Islam prohibiting price controls and the why, they're mm -hmm. like literally, their face lit up. It's like, wow, you, you have that as well kind of thing. It's like, <laughs> they get it. SubhanAllah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess just, just like Ali said, speak to people on, on, the, on, their, on their level. So, because it's because the nature of Bitcoin, which I would say is the same nature of gold, if you have that that nature in you, you get it. But when you speak to a fiat person or someone fiat minded, mm -hmm. they can't get it because their mind is still corrupt by fiat standards. So you've been trying to explain to them interest, they can't get their head around it because interest is inherently built into the system. Right. Why would I lend money some to someone for ten years? <laughs> and have inflation erode it away. Whereas if I, it makes sense to lend some money, not my Bitcoin for someone for 10 years, because he's hodling for me. He's looking after me. He, he's my counterparty. He's my, he's my, um, imagine that, imagine a way to hodl your Bitcoin and essentially remove the risk of storage. He's doing right. you a favor. Right. I, I find that like uh, one, one comparison between shitcoiners and, and uh, fiat enthusiasts is that like they, they cannot comprehend that like Bitcoin doesn't generate yield. Like and they can't comprehend that that's like a feature that it's supposed money is not supposed to generate yield. <laughs> Something that generates yeah. yield is not money. That's by definition not money, and it's really hard yeah. for those uh, for them to kind of like wrap their head around that. It's a different mindset. So yeah. when you in when when you, when you understand Bitcoin, you you totally get Islam. I mean, from the oh, not only Islam as a whole, but you get a large portion of Islam. It's just now the other smaller parts, maybe you need to explain. So that was essentially the first day. Actually, let's let's uh, uh, I, I think I'm going to wrap it up here because uh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to go. But I uh, just to give some context for this, we're probably going to do uh, uh, a few episodes of this where we talk about uh, Mawia's experience with the Satoshi Roundtable. So this is just kind of like the first day. And uh, I really appreciate you sharing your experience and especially the uh the the recording that you had that was really great alhamdulillah that was a good surprise yeah that was a great surprise <laughs> alhamdulillah <laughs> so yeah uh let me let me go ahead uh we'll go ahead and end this